We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So I was watching the X-Zone TV channel last night when I was abducted by aliens and they kept repeating to me over and over again, Simultv.com, Simultv.com. What's Simultv.com? That's what I asked them. They had it written on the side of their UFO. How do you spell that? UFO. No, I mean Simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Right. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Interesting that you were abducted by aliens in a Simultv.com UFO last night. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Now that you mention it, I remember now last night, I was awakened from a deep sleep. My great-grandmother was standing there. She said she'd come from the hereafter to tell me about Simultv.com. She even spelled it out for me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. Wow. Yeah. Guys, you'll never guess what my psychic guru just told me. SIMULTV.com. Exactly. Are you guys psychic too? Of course. We all know about SIMULTV.com. SIMULTV.com. Welcome to the Connecting with Coincidence radio show with Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD, bringing together the world's synchronicity experts to help you use meaningful coincidences to develop spiritually, psychologically, and practically. For more information, put Connecting with Coincidence into your web browser to find the book, website, Psychology Today blog, YouTube channel, and Facebook page. And now, here is the host of the Connecting with Coincidence radio show, Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD. Hello, hello, hello out there. Welcome to CC with BB, Connecting with Coincidence. Yes, with Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD, and that is me. And I'm going to ask you to, when you go outside sometime, look up into the sky. There is a mystery coincidence up there. The sun and the moon are 93 million miles from us, separate from each other. They're they're almost 90 million miles separate from each other yet appear to be here on earth about the same size right there in front of us there is this remarkable coincidences their their diameters are directly proportional to their distance from earth the moon is just the right size at just the right distance to look like it's the same size as the sun what a coincidence what a coincidence What is going on here? Well, it's to at least remind us that coincidences are a major part of our life right there in front of us. And one place we see coincidences is in romance. And dating sites seem to be losing business. They're trying to make dating into an adventure, an alluring experiment. So what if it doesn't work out, they say? Experience. But let's look at synchronicities They're real-life experiences. They come with their own built-in amazement. Dating sites are just trying to sell you amazement, trying to manufacture it for you. Romantic, meaningful coincidences provide opportunities for wonderful experiences of love and love in eternity. And they are also proving grounds for major disappointments as well as personal growth. You don't need dating sites. You, 
if you pay attention to the synchronicities in your life, you can find the eternity and love of romance right there in front of you. Relationships require real work. And synchronicity built relationships also do. But then again, there was that there's that wonderful experience of love and eternity. I encourage you to sharpen your sensitivity to coincidences and to examine their potential uses and misuses. Read my book, Connecting with Coincidence, and learn along with me, Synchronicity, Spoken Here. Our guest today is Taria Simonson. He's a Norwegian author and historian of ideas specializing in the esoteric and the occult. He, ha he has... A through introductory courses on central philosophical and literary works, presented many interesting ideas at the University of Oslo. Today he works as a freelance writer. He's also a good, an avid salsa dancer, an amateur pianist and a chess player. Since childhood, Taria has been fascinated by the paranormal, especially phenomena such as telepathy, clairvoyance, precognition and healing. As a scholar, he has taken this interest into the, into the, in the paranormal as a starting point to explore traditions, both esoteric and occult, as manifestations of our expanded consciousness. The result of this exploration can be found in the, his new book, Our Secret Powers, Telepathy, Clairvoyance and Precognition, A Short History of Nearly Everything Paranormal. Welcome to the show, Tyria. Thanks a lot, Zabrone. I very much appreciate your book. Uh, you have done a thorough overview of all things parapsychological. Uh, and what's most fascinating is to see where you got into things that are not just Western, but are indigenous and ancient. Um, tell us what's been most striking about having done this work and put together this wonderful book. Oh, uh, it's so many sources and so many threads in this web, so it's uh, difficult to really uh, uh, <laughs> what uh, what to focus on. Well, well uh, let me ask let me ask you one specific question that I find very intriguing in all this. You came out with an interesting term, uh, the mental internet. Yes. Well, you know, uh, that's based on kind of uh, summing up uh, many of my experiences and also. Um, uh, one kind of a strange uh, experience. I, I was going to a date some years ago, and uh, I asked an uh, uh, old uh, guy, Norwegian psychic, uh, from uh, uh, those kind of Roma people or traveler, uh, travelers, as they call them. And, uh, and he said, uh, this is going to be a nice date. And I can also tell you that this woman is one meter and 64 centimeters tall. This and, this uh, I'm sorry, this woman is what? Uh, this woman is one meter and 64 centimeters tall. Oh. <laughs> that's quite precise that's very precise so, yes very precise and i went to this date you know and being the curi curious guy that i am i i couldn't keep myself back so during the date i asked her uh, just by the way how tall are you and then she said one meter and 64 and you know i was flawed how could he know and uh next day i called him again and say how on earth did you know this and uh, then we somehow um more or less together, 
uh, say uh, what is called uh, compared to the internet where you put in a search word uh, on Google for instance and then you you hit the enter button and you get lots of information uh, and uh, more or less good uh, it can be sorted well or sorted uh, lousy but you, you will get lots of uh, information connected to the team you're searching so um, it struck me suddenly ah oh, it's just like that it functioned because he told me that he did not have control exactly what came through uh, but when I uh, asked him the question about her and the date, uh, he got lots of different information. It could be uh, the father's uh, occupation. It could be the brother's uh, uh, color of hair, for instance. But uh, uh, what came through uh, by some kind of uh, coincidence was her height. And so he, he just told me. So I found it, it's kind of a search engine, and he has got a very good search engine. That, that, is, that, that, is, not, that is not exactly what you were looking for, just how high she was. Or what, uh, no. I, think, I think you were looking for just how this date was going to evolve for you. Oh, oh yes, of course. And he said something about that as well. But he ended his kind of, call it prediction or clairvoyance uh, or reading or what you would call it, uh, with this statement. And... Uh, what did he uh, What did he predict about the relationship? Uh, that uh, that so he he proved his uh, his capacity uh, to describe her in the present. But what could he tell you about her the future with her? Uh, well, what he said uh, was there was a lawyer that was interested in her as well, and uh, I had to really. Uh, say uh, work on the relationship otherwise this lawyer would uh, <laughs> uh, outshine me uh, and I was uh, the long story is I met her and it was very nice but um, uh, he, she was in fact dating this lawyer it was co a colleague of her and I was going through town uh, one night and uh, suddenly I saw her and she was uh, uh, <laughs> in a stupor you know she was very drunk and she was sitting on the lap of this lawyer so uh, really, he he <laughs> uh, he described, say, the danger of, of the relationship in a very good way. I would I, I would be interested also, uh, not in just the, just the height, but and the lawyer, but what he could see about how the two of you would feel together. Was there potential for the relationship to work? Well, uh, I must be honest with you, and I feel his qualities was not very good at that. And that is my experience also with many psychics. One thing is to be psychic, and other thing is to be wise. And we said this guy is very psychic, but he's not always wise, and he can be kind of uh, prejudiced. Uh, for instance, he does not like uh, homosexuals and lesbian people. And a friend of mine, she's a lesbian, and she talked to him, and uh, you know uh, what she said, uh, he said about her was uh, say taint, tainted by his uh, prejudice about the uh, lesbian uh, what, what you're saying is extremely important uh, Terry the the idea that you have to take into consideration the biases of the psychic as the psychic is giving you a reading I don't think I get people telling me that as clearly as you have just done no, uh, that is kind of bitter experience for me. And I have, uh, as part of this project and also my personal interest and also my personal conflicts, I have consulted many psychics and I have checked them up against each other. And uh, that is my clear conclusion, what you also summed up here, that the, the, the bias of the psychic will very often taint uh, the picture that they will paint for you. Yeah, uh, we, we have about a minute and a half in this segment. Um, 
And I want to keep coming back to your idea of the mental internet. I have an idea uh, about what seems to be the same thing. Uh, I call it the psychosphere that yeah. is, is a medium will can say that through which uh, telepathy, clairvoyance, precognition and healing take place. Please begin to describe and I'll, 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 we'll, we'll continue this in the next segment what you mean by the mental internet. Well, you know, it's kind of a modernized term for what is usually called collective consciousness in a way. And it's a very common and very old idea in esoteric uh, law. Uh, for instance, in uh, alchemy, you have the anima mundi, the, the, the world spirits, and uh, you have lots of different uh, concepts describing this uh, sphere. In Castaneda's work, uh, his uh, interpretation of the Nahual could be one, and, and uh, that somehow we are linked together our consciousness is not basically in an individual thing, but a collective thing. And uh, it struck me that the internet is our most modern and, and uh, descriptive metaphor for this, because uh, the internet is not inside my head or inside your head, but it, it's between all our heads, just like the internet is between uh, all our PCs and mobile phones. Yes, so the and, and yes. I will continue this in our, in our next segment. You're listening to Connecting with Coincidence with your host, Dr. Bernie Biden, MD, on the Exxon Broadcast Network. And our, our guest today is Taria Simonson. Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, as together we'll investigate the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology here on the Exxon Radio TV show on XZBN and the Exxon TV channel on Simul TV. Since 1990, the Exxon Radio TV show has been the place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Together, we'll investigate UFOs, aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, psychic phenomena, lake monsters, conspiracy theories, government cover-ups, the truth embargo, alien abductions, ESP, haunted locations from around the world, and so much more. With over 28 years of broadcasting and more than 4,500 individual guests, The Exxon is truly a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality, as evidenced by the credibility, integrity, and professionalism of the guests that we bring to our international audience. If you have seen a UFO, had a close encounter, seen a ghost, Bigfoot, lake monster, or a story that you would like to share or have investigated, contact me, Rob McConnell, by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com or you can call toll-free 1-800-610-7035, extension 143, and on Skype, Exxon Radio TV. For more information on the Exxon Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.exxoneradiotv.com or www.exxonetvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net. Until next we meet here in the Exxon from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Always remember Exxon Nation, keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light.
It's hard to listen to the news without realizing we're living in volatile, unprecedented times. Yet never has there been such an opportunity to transform the human condition. As old structures fail, where can we find the guidance to co-create a better way? Find Your Path Home is an ever-evolving, leading-edge information, education, and healing resource center designed to support and guide you on your path to unity and enlightenment. Based on sound principles employed by shaman worldwide, we provide techniques that can support you through the current transitions, offering online shamanic classes, international long-distance shamanic healing sessions, complimentary Mission Evolution radio episodes and Stairway to Heaven TV vignettes, seminars, retreats, and much more. All of this can be found on findyourpathhome.com. Welcome back. Welcome back to CC with BB. I am your host, Dr. Bernie Bikeman, MD, host of this show, CC with BB. And we are talking with Taria Simonson. And Taria has, by his great experience with paranormal personally, parapsychological personally, and remarkable interviews and review of the history of ideas in parapsychology, come up with a concept that's old but new, uh, the idea of the mental internet as, the li- as a name for the links among and between us, our human and uh, animal and plant and earth minds. When I hear mental internet, uh, Teria, I think of, I, I stay here on earth with that concept, that it's local, that's, I, I think of it as a local phenomenon, potentially as a universal phenomenon, but it, I love to be able to stay right here on earth with the mental internet. When you describe it, when you talk about it, are you talking about like uh, unus mundus, like a concept that covers everything, the whole universe? Uh, well, you know, basically it's a metaphor, so so perhaps I will not be so extremely specific about it, but the idea is, is uh, uh, say describing how the collective consciousness works, really, and it works like uh, an internet uh, where you send uh, telepathic emails to friends and family, and you can make a clairvoyant downloads of information. Uh, so uh, how far the, uh, these mental internet stretches, uh, I speculate about that in my book, and we can, say, go with a uh, a concept of Akasha from Erwin Laszlo, and then it's a really cosmic thing. And uh, but, but we can also just describe it as a local phenomenon, uh, phenomenon between, uh, say, a family and friends, and the information you need for your life here on Earth. So, but basically, I think the cosmos is interconnected. So, uh, in the last resource, it would be uh, resembling the Unus Mundus. But uh, as I said, it's more a functional term to describe yeah. how we can, uh, how we can uh, interact with this collective consciousness. Well, it's, it's important to be able to use these technological technological metaphors. Uh, there, w- there was a, um, an old book uh, from the 30s called Mental Radio, and it was the idea of the same thing, that we can connect each other, we connect each other like we are radio stations uh, beaming to each other. And that's, they didn't have an internet back then, they had radios. Now we have an internet. And when you use the example of telepathy uh, being sending like Gmail uh, connections, like emails to each other, that's still here on Earth. And I, th- I find it useful 
to stay earthbound with this uh, collective consciousness because we are talking more about the com confusion and complications of understanding our own minds right here on earth. So I, I, that's where I tend to stay. And I want to see where other people were going with this because to put it as the universal thing is a little bit on the large side. But you've made that point very clearly. Um, I'd like I'd like to to know more about what you found out and and, and reported in your book uh, of things that were striking to you. I I think some of the uh, African Bushman descriptions you had are are worth talking about. For example, yes, they have a very interesting the Sun people uh, in Botswana. Uh, they called the Bushmen. The, the term has been disputed. Uh, it could be perceived as uh, derogatory but uh, yeah, most of could. The, uh, but most of the some people seem to be comfortable with it uh, themselves so uh, i will not uh, say uh almost here that uh, so uh, but um, they have an extreme old culture and it's not a written culture uh, of course they uh, have a kind of uh, symbols and that kind of thing but basically uh, they transmit information by what they call classroom experiences and that would be a kind of a te a telepathic experience and there they can contact uh, ancestors and that they can learn about uh, herbs uh, how to use them uh, they can learn about rituals and then different kind of things and that is making kind of clairvoyant downloads from what i call the mental internet and what they in fact call classroom so uh, uh, i i joke a bit about it and say uh, in fact the bushmen are, are the one who started the, what we call web-based uh, education. <laughs> now that's good. Now that's very good. That's very good. Uh, what struck me about that description of yours is that they get information from ancestors that the ancestors knew. What about new information? Uh, new adaptations, like what to do with all these white men running around them. Uh, do, do they get information about how to handle something the uh, their ancestors did not have to deal with as much? That's a very interesting question. I, I don't know that because I have not uh, interviewed anyone about that. But uh, uh, some friends of mine have been living together, uh, very close to, to Bushmen uh, people for, for, uh, for many years. And they say they, they really have problems uh, meeting modern culture. So perhaps it's more kind of a storehouse of information rather than it's a kind of spiritual guidance about what to do with, say, white men and the future and, and uh, meeting modernity. That's my impression. And also we, you can find that with uh, indigenous people all over the world, really. They, they very often get problems uh, meeting the modern world. Also, say, the Eskimos or, or Inuit people of, uh, of Greenland, uh, uh, as we have, I've seen in Denmark also uh, lots of alcoholism amongst them and that kind of thing. Oh yeah, I, I think that's very true. What what struck me though about the classroom of the Bushmen is it's yes. like they're they're reading old Encyclopedia Britannicas rather yes. than rather than updated ones, and somehow <laughs> yes, uh, ra rather than do that. Um, would it be possible, and you can't answer this question, but it made me think that if their ancestors who are up there in the mental internet in some form or another could then be asked to connect to information 
also that's in the mental internet that they don't necessarily access, that they can access it because they're up there and that information can be then filtered to, to the Bushmen right now trying to learn how to live in the new environment. That's a very interesting idea. I, I must honestly say that I have not uh, uh, delved into that uh, idea and uh, speculation there. So uh, very interesting. But uh, I, but you I don't. don't but you but you don't know. I mean, I mean, uh, that's what uh, what I want to do is learn from yes. these guys about how they get to those classrooms for ancient information, for old information that's relevant now, but also can get to the future. You understand my question. So yeah, 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 I, yeah, yeah. I want to be able to do that. I mean, if they can do that, yeah. what they're doing, I want to be able to do what they're doing. Yeah, um, and, but and uh, we have and, this uh, psychologist called Bradford Keeney. He's a professor and uh, American. He has been living with Bushman. And he is also initiated as a shaman of their tradition. And he will probably know quite a lot of that. And he also run kind of workshop uh, where he uh, helps people doing, I think, uh, partly what you are wanting. So, so perhaps you should just uh, send him a mail or uh, uh, say join a course with him or something. They have some kind of ecstatic rituals where, where they're jumping up and down, you know, coming into kind of a trance state uh, and... Uh, seems to be connecting with this sphere. And he is a certified psychologist and written 20 books and a professor at the university in Texas. So, so really, he's, a, he's very... So he, I, can, I, I can ask him that question. And I, a friend of mine yeah. has one of his books. So uh, I'll, I'll get his name from you again later. Why, why don't you tell us about, uh, in Australia, there's something similar. There's, there's the dream world or dream place. Well, uh, they call it, usually translated, the dream time. Dream time. Dream time, yes. And that's also an extremely interesting concept where you can uh, connect with the ancestor. And, and really, it's a timeless sphere where you're leaving. Uh, you know, we usually, uh, usually uh, organize our, our world in uh, on the an axis of time and axis of space. Uh, I met him on the pier yesterday. Then there's yes. space and time. Uh, but when you enter the dream time, you leave all these kind of uh, matrix, uh, time and space matrix behind and go into the sphere, a timeless sphere. And there, you, uh, again, you can meet the ancestors and you are really uh, with the world as it was when it was created and uh, you transcend uh, completely. So they have a great rituals for entering this sphere, the, the Australian Aboriginals. And what do they find in, in going past space and time? Well, I think they use it also for mythological purposes, but they can uh, use it for, say, uh, telepathy, uh, getting information, and also uh, where, uh, to, if a tribe is to reallocate, uh, for instance, where should we go? Uh, where will the hunting be good? Yeah, uh, yeah, where can yeah. Yes, and that yeah. kind of things. So you can consult that sphere uh, to, also for not daily life in that, but, but kind of important decisions in, in, in your mundane sphere also. And they, like the Bushmen, uh, have rituals by which to get into the states of consciousness that is dream time. And those the, could describe some of those rituals. You started to do that. Well, uh, you know, you, ha you have this uh, didgeridoo uh, playing. Uh, it's quite famous. Well, it go to, you know, this meditation, you have this uh, uh, hollow uh, 
uh, say uh, what is called a trunk uh, of, uh, of a little tree and, and uh, you, you use those uh, sounds for meditation to, to alter states of consciousness. That is one kind of, which, you know, a lot of modern hippies use the ditch to, to get into that. A Polish guy, I know, he, he, uh, he smokes a bit of a kind of weed and <laughs> does this. And he is, uh, seems to be able to open to clairvoyance through to that kind of ritual. Yeah, it, it, there are all kinds of attempts by people drumming um, yes. and now by bi, oral uh, sounds that seem yes. to put people in altered states. Uh, there is in the human being a desire to alter consciousness, and we're going to alter the into the next episode. You're listening to Connecting with Coincidence with your host, Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD, on the X-Zone Broadcast Network. We're talking with... Terry Simonson, author of Our Secret Powers. They are here, and they've been here for thousands of years, making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night, or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I.net. Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jinnix, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologists, facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the Word of God, love one another. Amen informs people how mankind conceived God. It was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God, and finally, after the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is. For more information, visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Charles Barkley in a pickup game. We'll take Barkley. Ha! First pick! Sorry, kids! Yep, even easier than that. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, is it even a decision? Okay, here's the plan. Pass me the ball every time. This is banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Charles Barkley in a pickup game. We'll take Barkley. Ha! First pick! Sorry, kids! Yep, even easier than that. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, is it even a decision? 
Okay, here's the plan. Pass me the ball every time. This is banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. Dot future of God, amen, dot com. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to CC with BB. I'm your host, Dr. Bernie Biteman, MD, and we are talking with Taria Simonson, and we're getting into altered states of consciousness, which is a lot of fun to do under the right conditions. And yes. not just fun, not just fun, but it's it's at it's at that learning entertainment interface that uh, I think so many of us enjoy being at. Because uh, what, what you've do, what you've done, Taria, is get into lots of different ways with lots of different people who alter their consciousness to get into the mental inter- internet or dream time or whatever name you might call it. I call it the psychosphere. And what what have you come across for yourself that seems like uh, a good way or good ways to alter consciousness to get into uh, precognitive capacities and, and the like? Well, you know, I have uh, used meditation. The transcendental meditation is uh, quite a famous uh, technique uh, by Maharishi, where the Beatles uh, used it, and, uh, you know, David Lynch and Paul McCartney, and uh, lots of famous people used transcendental meditation. So I used that for several years. And I also used uh, binaural beats. Uh, that's kind of uh, frequencies that will uh, alter your, your brain waves uh, if you uh, use them over time. Uh, I used a system called uh, Holosync. Uh, a guy uh, named Bill Harris developed that, but there's lots of different uh, systems, also Hemisync, and uh, uh, there's also this guy called Master Charles. Uh, he made a system called, called Synchronicity, in fact, and uh, so uh, and you can make your own tapes uh, from from the internet. Really, it's. Uh, uh, programs uh, where, where you well let's 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 slow that down a little bit. It's a, I, I live near Master Charles. He's down the road from Charlottesville oh, here in nice. Virginia, his synchronicity right. place. And I haven't gone over and talked with him yet, but uh, that might be a good idea now that you mention him. Uh, yeah. Exp- explain a bit for our, our, our audience what bioral beats actually do. Well, uh, it's uh, you have uh, you have to have a headset, uh, and you have one frequency in one ear, and uh, you have another frequency yeah. in another ear. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, say you have uh, five hundred and forty hertz in one ear, and you have five hundred and forty-five hertz in the other ear, uh, and uh, you also have some kind of uh, what is called a white noise. Uh, you know, waves breaking. Uh, uh, against the shore or you have some rain falling or something you know that masks this frequency uh, just to make it a pleasant experience but these frequency they will work on your brain because there's a difference say uh, between 540 hertz and 545 hertz and that is five hertz uh, in difference and in somehow this will induce uh, a kind of uh, compensation frequency in your brain uh, uh, starting uh, to, to, to say, uh, make oscillations of five hertz uh, each second. Uh, and that's a very deep frequency that usually you have lots of when you are dreaming. Uh, and so how you, you will change gear in your consciousness by inducing that kind of uh, binaural beats, as they are called. That's his basic uh, technique. Oh, I, I didn't get the, the... So the difference of five hertz 
gets in, in, induces the, the between the two different beats uh, in each one beat in one ear and one beat in the other ear that difference of yeah. five hertz in, induces the brain to go to five hertz rhythms exactly wow well, yeah, and you can have it go to different. You often start, for instance, at uh, 12 hertz and going down to, say, 10 hertz, to 8 hertz, to, to 6 hertz, to 5, 4, 3. You can come as deep as 3. Then you are deep uh, into the dreamless sleep state. Ah. Have, have you um, run across the Schumann resonance? Um, and it's, uh, it's, uh, seven seven to point eight hertz resonance it's it's oh, yeah. a pardon yes i i i read about this human frequency yes mm -hmm. it, it it because it gets close to the five hertz that mm. the, that is associated with dreamlike spaces in which mm. it seems like uh being in that space opens up a porthole or a portal to a higher consciousness is that the way you think of it well, uh, I'm no expert on the Schumann frequency. I uh, I read about it, and I'm open to what you say, but I will not uh, say that I, I reach any conclusion. Uh, my experience is from using those uh, Holosync uh, tapes for several years, so I have experienced that they will alter your consciousness. But how is that which is related to the say the Earth's own frequency and such? I, I will not. Uh, I, I'm not expert on that. There is one guy. I think he's a Canadian. Uh, Mika Persinger, he's a psychiatrist. He's uh, uh, done lots of experiments by the, uh, uh, about these things. Uh, he's developed what he called the God helmet, and you can take that helmet on, and he will uh, use uh, electromagnetic, electromagnetic fields to induce uh, different kind of frequencies. And he claims also that is what happens uh, when the Earth uh, have the special, uh, for instance, uh, those teutonic plates. A scrape against each other, then there will be very strong electromagnetic uh, discharges uh, influ uh, influencing uh, brains of people in that area and lots of things. But uh, I'm no expert on that. But uh, Michael Persing, you can check, uh, or the listeners can check his work. Now, that is, uh, that's that what's, there's a lot of interesting things you just said, but. The, te the, the earth tectonic plates creating electromagnetic changes or different hertz um, yep. frequency being emitted and that we can do something with our own electromagnetic technology like this helmet you talked about or the bioral beats yes. that it's beginning to show how electromagnetic fields influence consciousness it seems so yes uh, it seems so. It's hard. It's hard to get away from that. And yeah. so I'm. I'm going to take you from. Um, take us from the uh, electromet from the Earth and the helmet, bioral beats, to the dance floor. Because yes. um, there's something else. Something that goes on on the dance floor that seems to be something like what we're talking about. Is there? Yes, uh, surely. Uh, I, uh, as uh, in my description, you, say, uh, you said I'm an avid salsa dancer, and uh, uh, I felt that very strongly by Latin American rhythms. You know, lots of these uh, old rhythms is uh, old, uh, coming from uh, tribal rituals in Africa. Uh, the slaves t took the rhythm uh, with them over. 
and if you go into, for instance, the Cuban tradition, there ha you have Santeria, uh, which is kind of is a Cuban voodoo, not the bad kind of a voodoo, but for healing and, and changing gears of consciousness, you use the drumming. And also, of course, when you use these uh, drums on the dance floor, you can get into kind of trance states. So I experienced the dancing for, say, four, four hours uh, without uh, breaks, really. And, and you can feel that this you say your gears in the brain are, are changing so dance can be a wonderful way of, of also altering your brain waves clearly yeah i mean there's some there's some data coming out evidence again we need it sometimes to say how dance uh, coordinates brain functioning parts of the brain co get coordinated together and then also join in the same rhythm rather than being disconnected and doing different rhythms yes uh, that, that is the frequency following response uh, it's called in the brain and uh, that is what uh, is utilized in this uh, neural beats that we're talking about and also moon neural beats uh, where this uh, say uh, just uh, kind of uh, yeah drumming for instance uh, where you have one rhythm and that synchronizes the brain around this uh, say bass pulse uh, so uh, that's a very powerful uh, um, Jung has written about his experiences uh, uh, in, in Ethiopia, where he uh, participated in a drumming ritual, and uh, he had a kind of uh, scary experience by that, really. Uh, long story, but uh, I'm very positive to use dance for this. Uh, you know, you can also use uh, halogenic uh, or uh, psychoactive plants of different kinds. I will not say anything against that, because used in a responsible uh, in a good set and setting, that can also be very useful uh, therapeutically. But basically, I think uh, people uh, are more well off uh, cultivating, say, meditation, uh, dance, and that kind of natural uh, techniques. Yeah, well, psychiatry is now coming back to the use of hallucinogens as treatment for a variety of disorders. Uh, places around the country are are doing that in Los Angeles at Johns Hopkins in Baltimore and other places to lose but doctors are into medicines doctors are not into drumming they're not into <laughs> viral beats uh, they're not uh, even interested in breathing uh, and how, oh. how how breathing can change people's behavior I'm amazed at how ignorant um, modern medicine is allowing itself to be in not seeing what ancient people and people right now are discovering about more natural ways of helping people uh, feel better and mm. and gain for us is gaining and in this discussion getting gaining higher consciousness I completely agree the as we come to the end of this one, um, this segment, I'm also fascinated with rhythm and the heart and the heartbeat. It's not just the brain we're talking about with drums and with rhythms. If there's something about uh, having the rhythms hit the basic heart rates of, say, 70 beats per minute, 60 to 80, and then going and then doubling them to like mm. to to court to get the heart moving which gets the body moving which gets the brain moving which gets the whole thing moving so i, I want to keep the heart involved with this as we talk about uh, altered states of consciousness you're listening to connecting with coincidence with your host dr bernie beitman md on the x-zone broadcast network and our guest is Teresa simonson author of a great book our secret powers telepathy clairvoyance and precognition.
You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simultv, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simultv. Simultv offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like X-Zone, Sci-Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world. Interactive online network and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. They are here, and they've been here for thousands of years, making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night, or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I.net. So I was watching the X-Zone TV channel last night when I was abducted by aliens and they kept repeating to me over and over again, Simultv.com, Simultv.com. What's Simultv.com? That's what I asked them. They had it written on the side of their UFO. How do you spell that? UFO. No, I mean Simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Right. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Interesting that you were abducted by aliens in a Simultv.com UFO last night. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Now that you mention it, I remember now last night, I was awakened from a deep sleep. My great-grandmother was standing there. She said she'd come from the hereafter to tell me about Simultv.com. She even spelled it out for me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. Wow. Yeah. Guys, you'll never guess what my psychic guru just told me. SIMULTV.com. Exactly. Are you guys psychic too? Of course. We all know about Simultv.com. SIMULTV.com. Welcome, welcome, welcome back. This is CC with BB, connecting with Coincidence with your host, Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD, and that is me. And we are talking to Taria Simonson. And we are exploring his exploration of telepathy, clairvoyance, and precognition, and his short history of nearly everything paranormal that he describes in his book, Our Secret Powers. How has that book changed you, Taria? How has that research affected you in regard to your understanding of the world? Well, uh, very much uh, in a positive way. It has confirmed some uh, kind of suspicions I have had uh, earlier, but it kind of uh, systemized my, my, my uh, say, um, perspective on, on consciousness being a collective phenomenon, not just 
a thing going on uh, inside my own head. And that has uh, have a wide and positive, uh, say, uh, <laughs> alteration of my own perspectives on myself uh, as a, a contributor in this collective field, and also, uh, say, have formed some kind of basis from a, a more optimistic view on the world, really. And uh, somehow it's connecting with old philosophical traditions I knew from my, my scholarly studies uh, about, uh, say, monks medita meditating in Himalayas, uh, uh, claiming to influence the world peace and that kind of stuff. And also in the Christian tradition, the Carmelite monks and nuns, you know, they doing prayer for hours each day and uh, claim that that also influence uh, world peace and uh, so it's kind of uh, have summed up uh, many loose ends from different kind of branches uh, of study I've done and also somehow reinforced uh, a kind of meaning to 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 uh, say my own spiritual practice and uh, yeah so, <laughs> there's a there's a there's a town a town in Iowa that had um, meditators doing something similar to the town reducing uh, some kinds of uh, problematic behavior in the town through their meditations. So we have monks, we have uh, people in the Himalayas um, doing meditation that somehow helps the world around them in some ways. At least that's their claim. Mm. Now. I'm, we're, we're getting to a place now in the world where we have to have larger groups of people having uh, intentions uh, that are beneficial to the earth and to the peoples and the plants and the animals of earth. And you become more optimistic as a result of your tour through these cultures, through the research. Uh, do you, what what do you get from your mental internet and what do you get from your studies that suggests how we might, those of us who want and see the need for helping the earth be better, how do you think we can come together in the same way the monks have done in their Himalayan attempts? Well, uh, uh, I think meditation is a beautiful way. And uh, both uh, if you do it uh, regularly in your own practice, you will have a little influence. And if you do it together in a group, as has been tradition in uh, both in uh, in uh, transcendental meditation and also in Buddhist tra uh, tradition, the concept of uh, sangha, uh, when you g get together to do say, reinforce uh, your intention in a collective way. Also, the works uh, of the white lodges of the Western esoteric traditions, for instance, Servants of the Light, uh, which is of the Golden Dawn tradition. Uh, there you have also, uh, you are uh, cultivating the egregore, uh, the collective uh, mind uh, to, to, say, uh, enforce uh, your good intentions about uh, what is uh, to happen in the world. So, so working with yourself, working, working in a group, I think that's a, a very good way to start. Uh, yeah. You know, it, it, it must start with each self. Yeah. That is very clear. Um, I saw that on the dance floor where we tried to have it be a safe space for people. Uh, and I wasn't sure what safe meant until I realized that uh, the the person that I needed to feel safe with was me. Yes. That it was my kind of negative things that could be causing the trouble that I thought might be around me. Uh, mm. And it was kind. It was a 
startling revelation to experience that. I could be told that, but to see the negative in me that might then be influencing my fear of what could happen around me or negatively affect others is where we, where I had to start. We all have to start this. It took me a long time to get to a place like that and doing a variety of different things. And we need to accelerate the process by which that can happen. And I wonder, uh, I think so, but I wonder what you see uh, as the role of coincidence awareness in expanding human consciousness. Well, uh, as you started the show with saying, uh, have a look up to the sky, and you know, it's, it gives you a kind of a feeling of connectedness when you start to see those coincidences. So I think it's a kind of fine-tuning your intuition to, to the workings of your own mind. Uh, it is a very complex theme, of course, but if you somehow... It's, uh, there's a good uh, book about this uh, by uh, Miss Sonia Choquette. She's kind of... A, quite famous uh, spiritual teacher uh, the title is excellent it's trust your vibes and uh, she says that you have to, uh, to use uh, have the three um, three points is important you have to recognize that you have vibes and you have to listen to your vibes and you have listen, to I'm sorry listen, listen to what I can your vi vibes vibrations that's what I thought you said vibes v-i-b-e-s yes <laughs> listen nice. to your Listen light. to your vibration. I thought you also might have said light, both of which are the are good ideas. Oh, yeah. listen, listen to your light, or f and feel your light, and listen to your vibes, or feel your vibes. Okay, trust yeah. your vibes. What does that What does that mean to you to trust your vibes? Well, you know, if you are in a connection and you feel that something is not right about that, you should listen to that and not act on it right away but you you know to to expand your awareness about you in this uh, being in this situation and that will give you information both about yourself and about other people's and that of, of course is training uh, when you start playing the violin you know it sounds awful and uh, if you're not very used to use your intuition you can got uh, get things uh, quite wrong at the start but it, you have to start and you, uh, as you train it becomes better you know and suddenly it sounds beautiful you know uh, so, so you have to, to train your intuition and it will help you uh, who to hang out with, uh, what to do your, your time, perhaps to change the job, uh, to avoid certain people and spaces with a very negative energy, for instance, and, and that kind of things. It will give you information. It will give you guidance uh, that is uh, uh, really invaluable. So, yeah. Um, the means by which you just suggested that we learn how to play the violin of our vibes, our vibes violin, um, <laughs> is by trial and error, um, yes. is by put, putting yourself in situations and feeling the vibes and then seeing which way to go. Is it positive or is it negative? Is it good with this person or it isn't? On the dance floor, I get to do that pretty regularly by going past different people and seeing where the vibes are, neutral, open, or closed, in regard to having contact with me as I go by. And sometimes it's really fun to feel the vibes from other people as they send them to me, and I'm not even paying much attention to them. I can. Mm. So the dance floor helps me, but how, what other ways can our people in our audience use to, to learn to play the violin of their vibes better? 
Well, uh, also, if you have uh, contact with a good psychotherapist of the transpersonal type, you know, that can somehow be a mentor uh, helping you to, to, to relate to this collective field of consciousness, that could be very valuable. Jungian therapist, for instance, or a good gestalt therapist or, or anything like that. Uh, a, a wise person. I, I was uh, lucky and, and studied with a uh, a very wise old woman, a gestalt therapist, and she was very spiritual, and I learned so much from her. You know, it's uh, the practical application of this wisdom. Uh, how did she deal with conflicts in her life, uh, professionally and privately, for instance? So to be, if you have the possibility to be close to, a, say, a master of some kind, that can be also be very helpful if you are aware of not being kind, kind of uh, enslaved by his or her uh, authority, of course. So meditation, dance, psychotherapy of the right kind, you know, there are many, so many ways that can help you uh, getting see, closer to yourself and uh, more intimate with the world. The most, the most important thing is to recognize that you can pick up uh, vibes, pick up feelings, pick up energy patterns, around you and from within you and becoming aware of that capacity of human beings to do that is a major step uh, i i write about uh interpersonal energy in between me and patients sometimes and it's there but we don't have the machinery to measure it yet uh at least i don't think so Though it seems to be possible to do that, measure that interpersonal energy. Right now, people require science to be, maybe not even so much anymore, to tell them that it's there. And we have about a minute left, uh, Taria, and I just want to emphasize how important your book is and how well written it is and how comprehensive it is in its overview. I mean, you don't go through some details because you can't, but it's such a masterfully done overview that I thank you very much on the on behalf of people interested in parapsychological things for having done the book. Thanks a lot, Bernie. It has been a joy writing it and I get so much positive response also. So it seems that I, in a good way, have hit a nerve with uh, quite a few people there. You, you, you have. Well, thank you very, very much for being on the show. Uh, you're listening to Connecting with Coincidence with your host, Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD, on the X-Zone Broadcast Network. And our guest has been Taria Simonson, author of Our Secret Powers, Telepathy, Clairvoyance, and Precognition, A Short History. here and they've been here for thousands of years making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. 
get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I dot net. If you are looking for a safe, zero-calorie, natural option to the harmful artificial sweeteners on the market today, Just Like Sugar is what you're looking for. Just Like Sugar is a wonderful natural alternative for those health-conscious people who choose a calorie-restricted diet with a great, pure, sweet flavor that tastes just like sugar. Just Like Sugar is a great natural option for people suffering from diabetes and may be useful in restricted diet programs where standard sugars are not allowed and does not cause a laxative effect of some other sweeteners. Just Like Sugar comprises a perfect blend of chicory root fiber, natural calcium, natural vitamin C, and Just Like Sugar's sweetness comes from the natural flavors from the peel of the orange. Just Like Sugar is a natural alternative to harmful artificial sweeteners and will change the way that you believe all natural sweetener products taste. Just Like Sugar is available at your local Whole Foods markets, Wild Oats markets, Henry's, Sun Harvest, and many other fine natural food stores in the U.S., Canada, and worldwide. You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simo TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simo TV. Simo TV offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like X-Zone, Sci-Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world. Interactive online network and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today.